0: And welcome back to the off the key podcast where we review music new and old. And today I'm joined by my two regular co-hosts, Garrett,
1: dear humans, I dream of you and James. What's up?
0: And today we'll be talking about the brand new studio album from Taiwanese math rock band, Elephant Gym. Now, I was actually the person who picked this album. And the reason I picked this album is because I'm a big fan of math rock and we haven't talked about it on the show yet. I think Elephant Gym is a solid entry point for people who are looking to get into the genre just as a whole because they are very approachable. They do blend a lot of elements. I wouldn't call them strict math rock. They definitely play with post rock, jazz fusion, especially on this album.
1: I just want to say that I don't really think this is much of a, I mean, the band is very much math rock. Listen to some of their older stuff, some of their older EPs. They do get heavily into that. I wouldn't come into this album as as expecting math rock. There's a lot more. There's a lot more jazz rock and and jazz fusion than there is math rock to me. It just doesn't have that structure. It doesn't have that repetitive nature or riffs. I think it's a lot more jazzy Less, than it is math. It's it Agreed.
0: taps into the jazzier influences of math rock. Is more specifically what I should say. Um, Because there are math rock bands that lean harder into the softer, more melodic, jazzier side of the genre. I would call this math rock adjacent. That's fair. At the end of the day, Elephant Gym is overall a math rock band. And you can definitely hear that in their early material, especially Angle or Balance or even the work EPs. Um, But regardless, I still think it's solid. I think it is very approachable. And I think these guys are worth checking out. I do want to get into a little bit of backstory before we get in, because, you know, they're from Taiwan. You probably aren't familiar. So Elephant Jim is a Taiwanese math rock band from Giaosung, Taiwan, formed in February of 2012. The group's comprised of KT Chang on bass, Tel Chang on guitar, and Chia Chien-tu on drums. Now, KT and Tel are actually siblings. And you'll notice right away, um, not so much on this album, but on their other albums, that the melodies are mainly driven by the bass player. The bass player is actually kind of the lead of the band here, and that's K.T. Chang. So, for a little backstory on the group, each member has actually received classical training at a very young age, and they formed this trio while meeting at a music club in their high school. They hand-produced and self-released their first EP and toured around Taiwan during this time. Unfortunately, after the release of their 2014 debut Angle, they announced a hiatus due to Taiwanese compulsory military service. They went on a brief hiatus for about two years after that, but uh, post-hiatus, their previous album was released in Japan, which is actually what led to the band garnering greater interest outside of Taiwan. They're actually fairly popular in Taiwan and Japan for that reason, although they would not really receive greater outside attention until the release of their work EP, where they were invited to Tokyo to play with American math rock band the fall of Troy and the American math rock band hikes that is where they first received american attention now their true breakout moment was actually with their last lp uh the release of their second studio album underwater in 2018 uh they released that alongside a live session at audio tree and a performance at south by southwest in 2018 now i can definitely say that the audio tree performance is what garnered them a massive bump in their popularity and interest. I've seen the performance. It's quite incredible. It's actually sitting at like 1.1 million views. And if you're wondering what Audio Tree is, basically it's a, a record label that also records and publishes live music sessions. Oftentimes they'll invite artists from around the world to record, perform, and release a live EP for free of cost. Kind of similar to BBC Radio 1.
1: Yeah, it's a very good uh, jumping off point for a lot of uh, international bands. They're trying to break through that mold and garner a larger target audience. And, and they find real, really solid viewer base in Japan because a lot of math rock and a lot, a lot of math rock staples of the sounds of the genre can be tied uh, back to Japan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Japan is uh, very well known for their math rock roots. Uh, bands like Trico, Toe, mm-hmm. Tide Edit, By Extension, I know they are Taiwanese, but Elephant Gym, g- wizards of the genre if you ask me.
1: In fact, so much of mainstream J-Rock takes so much stuff from the, like math rock and art rock that it can blend together sometimes.
0: Yeah, and we definitely get a lot of blending together on Dreams. Now, Dreams, their third studio album, the one we're talking about today, was actually released on May 11th, 2022. I wanted to talk about this sooner, but that was the same week that Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the big steppers dropped. And I thought that would be a little more important to cover. So this has been, a, this has actually been on the backlog for quite a while. So dreams. I see this as elephant Jim's first, like real big step into the world of jazz fusion while still keeping their math rock roots.
2: And they do a really good job of it. Actually, you can tell that they fully committed to the jazz fusion sound. That's what it takes to pull it off. A lot of bands will fuck up when it comes to experimenting and trying new things. This band did a great job.
0: And before I, we get into the greater discussion about this album, I did want to talk about the description of the album on their Top Shelf Records page. And I quote, Dreams is a sweeping narrative about a fantastical dream that crosses the boundary. After pressing play, please do close your eyes and enjoy the dream. And I think that sets up a beautiful... Motif for the album as a whole.
2: It really is one of the best ways to listen to it. For most of this album, my eyes were closed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think I don't like framing it. I'm like, oh, you need to listen to it a certain way. But I do think listening to dreams while you're just kind of in a quiet, intimate space, maybe even at night, with your eyes closed, enhances the experience. Yeah. Now, before we start, I do want to talk about something. So we're going to do a little bit of a format change here. So when we talk about new albums, we are going to do it in more of a round table open discussion just to not elongate things going track by track. We're just going to give it a shot, see how it goes. If it works, we're going to stick with it. We'll just go ahead and start with the opening track. Anima. I think this is a great opener.
1: I do not.
0: I like the flute. I like the vocalization. I think it's one of the catchiest songs in the album.
1: I do agree that it is fairly catchy, and I do like the bah, 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 the very light vocals that she gives here and there. But man, I I told Mac earlier off the mic, guys, this sounds like something that you hear. Like put this song on, and then just you know do a Bob Ross impression, because it sounds like you'd hear Hi. like a oh, welcome back to the joy of painting. Welcome back to this PBS show. It just sounds like some easy listening. <laughs> yeah. Schlock. It's just it sounds I, way that's, too. Da,
2: da, that's da, the intent. I man, do, I yeah, disagree. but it doesn't mean it's good. I I think it's good.
1: I, I, I think disagree. this
0: song is very memorable. I like the vocal. it's memorable. Oh
1: no, I'm not disagreeing I, that it's not memorable. Just in a positive a good way. Play. In a positive way. Oh, the flute playing is very. The flute playing is very good. The thing is, all the good things that this album does, I want more of. I want more flute. I want more of her vocals. I want tease at the best parts of this album. They do not give you enough of it.
0: No, I agree to an extent, but not as much on this album. I think Underwater is a big victim of that, actually. Their previous LP, they did have a lot of guest vocalists, but there were many times where I was like, man, this would really benefit from KT Chang singing.
1: Well, this, this whole album is the Shaquille O'Neal meme, where it's when she's not singing or there's not good guest vocals, I sleep. And when there's really good solid vocals throughout, real shit. Like that is that that is the epitome of that meme for me.
0: See, I disagree because Wings doesn't have vocals, and I think that's the best. But song it has,
1: here. A, but it has a See, it has a catchy hook from an instrument that's not the basic. You've got that key. You've got that very distinct keyboard riff that comes over and gives it that little bit of catchiness, that little bit of hook that it needs. So it it essentially is has an instrument playing that role. Essentially, yeah, you know?
0: but. That's what I'm saying. To tie it all together. Is, that's what I'm saying, though, is a lot of the instrumentals here do that.
1: Only Wings does that. There's a what? lot of instrumental tracks that do, does not do that. It does not have...
0: Mate, what are you, you smoke in here. It does about, not have
1: that riff to tie you, it together. You're what alone about,
2: here, Garrett. You man. are
0: alone here. You, you got to explain yourself. Deities Parties, Dreamlike. Well, actually, I can kind of uh-huh. see what you're saying on Dreamlike, but like fucking Dear Humans, Go Through the see, Night. Yeah, but
1: Dear, 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 dear Humans has that, that vocals on it. Like Shadows has those vocals. Witches has those vocals. And Wings does not have the vocals, but it has that very distinct keyboard riff that ties it together. But like a lot of songs that, yes, it is a good quality. Yes, the textures are great, but it just does not have anything to stand out. This album is a big victim. For About half the album is is a big victim of it being forgettable. I listened to this album six times. See, I told you. And go. I mean, you told I, me too. I could not. I can't. I can't tell you how go through the night goes. And and going back to the original initial <laughs> what? idea.
0: What?
1: <laughs> you go, see,
0: go through the night has one of the most
2: memorable guitar oh. parts in the entire yeah. album. Yeah. See, look, look. Um, also,
1: the guitar player is, I think, you know, KT and the drummer run circles around him, especially on this album.
2: Cap, bro, where's your cap, Garrett? No, he, didn't, I, he didn't, I left it. Didn't, I left it at home he, for this see, one. He knew. He knew it
1: this is This is honestly going to be the one that i'm going to be the most divisive on because I'm not going to revisit this album, and it, a lot of it was really forgettable for me for being completely I, honest
0: vehemently disagree the te- so, the, the, te- well,
1: the the textures and the vocals and the guest performances really saved this album
2: okay so this this album is all about
1: mood, but it's you can't base it i'm all on that.
0: What about ambient music? What about electronic music? Yeah, I was going like, to say
2: EDM. Well, still, jazz, I, I, if,
1: it's, if, it if it doesn't, if it doesn't, but look at point. it's in like other stuff like that. And like, even like, okay, we'll, okay, so let's take Aphex Twin. There is enough changes, there is enough distinct parts that you will remember that you can latch on to. So even while it is just excellent and top notch at setting mood and giving texture, it is also giving things for your brain to latch on to. I've mentioned before that when things aren't structured in a particular way, that they don't really have clever riffs or hooks for you to latch onto; they're very forgettable. I have listened to this album tied with, with the Pusha T album. It's Almost Dry. Six times. Tied for the most I've ever listened to an album. And I still could not hum a part of some songs like Go Through the Night. I still uh, could not hum a part to you. There is a reason for that. And once again it's it's my my same problems with jazz fusion arise here. There's not enough structure.
0: I disagree. I think this has excellent structure. I'm going I'm actually going to give the floor to James here because I'm curious what he has to say about it before I give my thoughts.
2: So there are a lot of songs on here that rely heavily on mood and atmosphere, textures, the lush sounds, but it's not the whole album. More there than are several there's, songs There are several here. songs in here that have like shadow it's very fusion-y, yes, but it also has a really solid groove to it.
1: I'm saying half of the album. I'm not saying there are still songs that are very distinct, very solid, that have parts you can easily recognize, are catchy. I'm just saying the other half is forgettable. I'm not saying the whole album is forgettable. I'm not uh, speaking in extremes. I'm not giving this a two. I'm just no, saying. No, I know. I'm just, I mean, I can, give you, I can give it to you track by track which songs I like and which songs I don't if you want me to.
2: We'll, we'll get to that later. Songs like Shadow... Wings, 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 Deities Party, uh, go Witches, through the night.
0: Eyes. That toe sample, the the opening melody from Two Moons, that is amazing. Like that is super memorable. Even the later parts, when you get into the second half, when it starts to get into the more moody piano, I think that is actually very memorable. Like that, that stuck out to me.
2: Dream of You is another.
0: Yeah, the second half yeah. of Dream of You, that that climax, the the way it ramps up. I thought that was a beautiful
2: finish. Yes. I mean, Dream of You is a borderline pop song. I will say if they, like a different a chorus, like a well-defined chorus, it would have been basically a pop song.
0: I agree. You know, with the, the squeaky synths, yeah. the, the way it kind of ramps up. It's actually very easy to follow. The lyrics are kind of sparse. Well, so this is kind of a, a little bit of a departure from Matt's you know, rock. This
1: is not, so if one being... Straight up jazz, like jazz fusion, and 10 being a math rock. I think this is like a three and a half or a four. This is way more jazz fusion than it is math rock. Yeah, like and, a three. But yeah. there's
0: still that math rock backbone. Like, you, yes. I think you definitely hear that in the bass player and the guitarist.
2: The most apparent math rock song is Witches.
0: You did take a pretty big leap in the time period between this album. And work. So they released Underwater in between and you can kinda hear them stepping into that more jazz fusion-y sound on that album. So that might be why it punched you in the face so hard.
1: And also you said Underwater had uh, had less of the bass player's vocalist than this album, which is wild to me because she's only on like what, like th- Three songs? Four yeah, songs. I
0: kind of, that is one thing I do have a complaint about with Elephant Jim. I wish they would use their vocalist
1: way more. A lot of their in, just pure instrumental tracks just do not do it for me. I, I just, I need I, those.
0: I disagree with you there for the most part. I do think a couple of songs on here do suffer from that. I do like Dreamlike. It's beautiful. I mean, the piano section is just unreal, almost teardrop level, but honestly, I could see somebody closing their eyes and kind of forgetting about that song.
1: That's a lot of what I'm getting with some of these other songs. Like the beginning, man, the beginning just did not sound, set a great tone with me. And But then it goes into Shadows and Witches, and I'm just thinking to myself, this should have started this album off. So it starts almost too relaxed. See, and
0: you got to keep in mind, you know, that framing, the the dream motif, Animo works as a beautiful introduction Because I feel like when I listen to that track, I'm stepping into this dreamlike fairy tale world that Elephant Jim is trying to paint with this album.
1: But at the same time, when I close my eyes and listen to music, I do not want to be put to sleep. I want it to stimulate me enough. I don't want it to be forgettable, you know?
0: That's where I disagree with you because I think this is more like a vivid dream, like a clear, lucid dream that you can see and experience. Jumping into this fantastical world and going on some kind of adventure. I mean, I think you get that with tracks like "Deities Party. Like "Deities Party sounds like you're in the jungle, like trying to find this hidden temple or something, running away from yeah. whatever magical creature or monster that might be in the jungle in this fantasy world.
1: See, I don't think it's all that vivid. I mean, the textures are swirling. They're so mixed together, and they're great, but they're so mixed together. It's almost like traipsing through like an art museum. Than it is like a vivid dream where like very clear pictures are happening. It's more That's... swirling is a great word that I would describe here. Yeah, I can agree with you. And, that. I don't, and it's like where, it's when you look at a puddle and you see like a rainbow in it. That feels like a more apt connection to me, at least.
0: I see your point there, but um, I still I still disagree. I think that the majority of the tracks here accomplish that mood and bring me into that fantastical dream world, that motif that they're trying to build. I mean, take a song like Wings, for example. That is so lush and full and beautiful. And, I mean, they got the Gaosung uh, City Wind Orchestra on this. Man, yep, yep. oh, my God. That is the best track on the album, without question.
2: I will agree with you, Garrett, on at least one song, Gaze at Blue, is... Very noodly, very monotonous. It put me to sleep.
0: I'll, I'll give you all about one because I thought "Gaze It Blue" was one of the weakest tracks here. Uh, but but like "Gaze It Blue" and probably "Fable," I thought "Fable" was yeah easily the worst track on the album.
1: Let me set the record straight. "Fable" is a definite skip, one hundred percent. I don't yeah. think the rest are skips because they give pleasant sounds and they're pleasant. But what I need I need more. It is not enough. It is not enough that they just say, "Oh, we want to make a good scoun- soundscape." Okay, I know a lot of music that can do that, but you have to give me something more. I want it. You have to. I want you to be memorable. I do not want you to be forgettable. And half of this album knocked out of the park, and the other half did not for me. But like Shadow and Witches are very good. like that middle section of Shadow Witches. Well, uh, not really dreamlike, but wings, then Wings the party. and Deity's Party are, are great. Animal I didn't care for. Go through the night was forgettable. Shadows was, was good. Witches was great. Dreamlike was pretty good. It was, it was okay. Wings was good. And I actually thought, I thought Wings was happy but sad. I don't like happy but sad, but that's like that's a little, That's just an interlude. Yeah, a little that's kind not, of short interlude. I'm not
0: really counting that here. I mean, I yeah, think yeah, it makes fair. for a fine transition yeah. in that context, but it's not anything I right don't about yeah.
1: Diddy's Party was good. Dear Humans was good. Gaze at Blue I didn't like. Fable I didn't like. And Dream of You was, was okay. It was, Dream of You was good. Solid closer. So, like, again, it comes out to about half and half.
0: I think this is Elephant Gym's most lush and full album to date. You get spurts of that on, like, work EP and balance EP, and I think it's kind of hard to compare this and Angle because Angle is a true, straight math rock album. It's got a very different sound. It's got a very different tone. I mean, it still has that Elephant Gym bass-driven melody backbone. It's... Very hard to compare the two. But I I think this is their most fully realized project to date. I'm a fan of Elephant Gym. I've been around since probably like 2017 uh, when I randomly discovered their work EP by accident on Spotify. But I was very disappointed with Underwater. The complaints that you're having about this album, Garrett, I would have with Underwater.
1: Gosh, it sounds like, man. I would give that like a four or three. <laughs> it does not sound very uh, boating for Underwater.
0: Underwater, I thought, was extremely free edible outside of a couple of tracks. And a lot of the things that you're complaining about, Garrett, I do not feel that way about Dreams. I think this is full. I think it's lush. For the most part, it is very memorable. Like Shadow, which is, I think, Go Through the Night is great, unlike you. Anima, catch his song in the album. Deities Party, Dear Humans, Dream of You. These are all fantastic tracks. The dynamics are there. I think the instrumentation is there. I think every song has a memorable melody. I could hum you the melody or the or a riff from every single song here. And I won't do that so we don't destroy your ears when you're listening to this. But yeah, I think this is significantly better than you're giving it credit for. And I know you've kind of got a history with Jazz Fusion. And I, I think your complaints about jazz and Jazz Fusion as a genre as a whole are valid there is a lot of jazz and jazz fusion that is just like straight elevator music just noodle 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 noodle. forgettable like i would not think twice about it but this album stuck out to me i have been listening to it on repeat since it came out and i can't say that about many projects this year
1: i just tried to come away with it with something and i just couldn't apart from a handful of songs and i just tried and i just i i made a concerted effort to try to take this away, to try to understand it more. And I will say that it is, even if you are really into the math rock, you're really into jazz and jazz fusion, it is Oh, an album to really absorb, but you have to listen to it more than once. It is one of those yeah, albums.
0: Yeah. yeah, it is definitely a multi-listen digestion.
1: But man, it's just like I just tried to just pick up things and they just like turn to sand. Like I just tried to just have something I could just take away. Like what's something I can, and just, it just, just fall through my fingers. And, like, it's good. And, like, yes, they set out to do what they wanted to do. Perfect. But it wasn't good enough for me.
0: But, yeah, um, James, you know, we, Garrett and I have been kind of <laughs> having a back and forth here. What, yeah. are,
1: what are your
2: thoughts so far? I'm more or less in the middle ground here. I lean more towards your opinion, Mac, but I do feel Garrett's complaints have, they're valid for in, sure.
0: In some cases, yes, I agree. You know, gaze at blue. I like DreamLink, but yes, I agree.
2: Overall, I believe the album was a wonderfully crafted piece of ambient, moody work. If you take the album as a mood album, an ambient album, it's great. And even in some sense a jazz or jazz fusion album. I can hear the Math Rock Foundation, but it's not as apparent.
0: Definitely not. And when I said, that you know, this is a big departure for them, it is. I mean, if you listen to their last few projects, besides underwater, where they kind of dip their toes in it, this is definitely a big departure for them.
1: And yeah. I think the risk paid off. It's really kind of like, darned if they do, darned if they don't, because I think they realized and they accomplished what they set out to do, and it just wasn't for me at all. And a big thing is like, oh, well, it's it's for this, and it's supposed to be like like it's supposed to be a dreamscape. It's supposed to be moody, or in the case of oh, it's what we set out to do. This is our intention. And it's like yes. Now, I've heard a lot of music that is moody, that's atmospheric. I'm like you can't just say oh, but it's ambient. It's moody. It's like yes, but like like listen to someone's ambient album on SoundCloud and like listen to like Ghosts by Nine Inch Nails. Like yes, that is ambient. There's so many little. There's so many like little like riffs and hooks and very memorable songs. That even though it does set a certain mood and does have very great textures, it also has things to latch onto.
0: See, that's where I disagree with you. Is I think this album has that. There are memorable melodies. There are memorable riffs. There are memorable moments. Like I said before, I can name one from almost every song.
1: I can remember a lot of bass lines, especially like in "Witches." That. Shut- mm-hmm. But that, Shout out
0: to uh, KT Chang for being a monster bass player. Yeah, those
1: little triplets or yep. quadruplets are insane, yep. and I feel like they need honestly needed to, to some of these songs. Need to turn her bass up; they need to give to get that punchy sound out of it on like all of them because it's not just enough that it's like a witches where it's like it's in the forefront. It needs to be cranked up like Chris Squire, and yes, you need to hear that sound above all. That needs to be the highest channel on that mixer board. It's
0: really interesting that you say that because their early material that is definitely the case.
2: That's where the the memorable parts are, Garrett. It's the bass.
1: My biggest thing is with the guitar player. I just do not think, I feel, feel like his interesting parts are very few and far between, and that the bass player and the guitar player...
0: I do agree. I do think the guitar player was underutilized here. If you hear him on other stuff, there are other... He's a monster. He did kind of get shelved here a little bit. I think it's partially due to the fact that they wanted to step out of Math Rock, because... Every band gets to a point where they think they need to change their sound or it's just going to get old. And I think that's what Elephant Gym realized is they needed to change it up. And I feel like the guitar player is at his best when he's doing the math rock style, you know, the really repetitive angular riffs, the regular rhythms, in order for this album to work that he did have to kind of take a backseat.
1: I think this is an opposite case where I think they honestly went too far.
0: I don't think they went too far. But I think they got a little too I,
1: far away from Math Rock with how they normally put together their songs. I would have liked a little bit more Math Rock.
2: I disagree. Like I said in the beginning, I think they do a great job. It's not just Math Rock, they fuse jazz, jazz fusion. they even have some Latin feels at some parts. Yeah, especially on uh Deity's Party.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah the percussion on Deity's Party actually slaps. Oh yeah. It's that's fantastic. the best that's the best part of that song.
2: Yeah. On Shadow, I mean, it's amazing. The drum parts, The towards the end, there's like a... He goes into the drunk feel part. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like a... It's a very common thing among a lot of modern r drummers. Like, Questlove is very famous for using the drunk feel. What is drunk feel? In drumming, there's something called playing behind the beat. Playing behind the beat is a phrase that's been used a lot in, like, funk, R&B, soul even some jazz. And it's basically something where you're, you're playing almost literally as it says behind the beat, it's really laid back and relaxed. That's the best way to describe it. And drunk feel takes that feeling to like 11.
0: Let's go ahead and reel back the conversation here. I think we're, we've generally covered almost everything. Is there any final thoughts that you guys had before we get into our closing statements?
1: I think the guests on this album are very solid they Agreed. they either add something rhythmically or they add like a vocal hook to tie it together or they add you know they always add something the the so they're very high quality guests and the vocal work on this album is great it's not jarring it fits in it's very especially k t very ethereal voice, very beautiful voice and to do it while playing you know. Some of the riffs she does, like, which is live, it would be incredible. I
0: mean, you get hints of that in their live shows. You should definitely watch the uh, Audio Tree experience if you haven't.
1: To do both, you'd have to be, it takes a very technically proficient player.
0: Yeah, there's, there is no denying that the group here is extremely talented. I do think the guitar player is the weakest member, but yeah, oh, yeah, oh he's still good.
1: Oh, yeah. You ha- kind of have to be proficient to play math, rock, and jazz fusion. That's just no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about yeah. it.
0: With that being said, I guess we'll go ahead and get into our final thoughts. Uh, Who wants to start?
2: So, Dreams is a wonderfully crafted album with a heavy emphasis on mood and ambience. The talent of the musicians is superb. I believe they succeed in creating an interesting and engaging fusion sound between jazz, jazz fusion, ambience, mood music, and math rock. It does suffer in some places from a kind of floaty sound that can strain the attention span, especially if you're not into music genres like prog and jazz and jazz fusion. There are some songs where the lack of movement will get very monotonous and boring. But overall, I understand the intent of the album. I think they pulled it off very well. So I would give this album an 8 out of 10. Oof.
1: I'll tell you what, I am. A, a, you're gonna make a big villain out of me. I'm not. I've not looked forward to this. So, the album to me felt very split down the middle. There were some parts that just really drew me in, really gave me that what jazz fusion is all about—that technical proficiency, blended textures and soundscapes, and the vote. You know, KT would kill it on the vocals, and then some songs would just be so floaty that no matter how hard i tried no matter how hard i'd be like okay song's over play it back okay let me latch on to something and then it just didn't come now whether that's just monkey brain or whether that's just i that really split me split me down the middle um i just it didn't mesh with me just it's it shies enough away from where they were that it just does not hit me the same and honestly i'm gonna give this a five and a half
0: I appreciate that you gave it a good, honest try.
1: I gave it more than an honest try. I listened to this more that, than anything yeah. ever. And I, just, I tried my dandiest. I guess I'll go ahead
0: and get into my thoughts. I think Dreams sees Elephant Jim stepping out of their comfort zone while exploring entirely new sound. This album is filled with gorgeous, sprawling, and elegant pieces that make for a breezy, cohesive listen. There are a couple of weak moments. I do agree. I think Fable is... Easily a worse song here. Dreamlike is kind of forgettable, especially Gaze of Blue. Gaze of Blue is very forgettable. Overall, for the most part, there was never a point where I wasn't... The immersion that I had with this album wasn't broken. It paints these beautiful, fantastical landscapes throughout the album, and I honestly can't get enough of it. This has been on repeat for me since day one, since it came out, even after Mr. Morale dropped that week. I don't think it's their best I do think Angle is better, but I think this makes for probably their second best project. And I would give it a solid 8 out of 10. So my favorites on this album were Anima, Go Through the Night, Shadow, Witches, Wings, Deities Party, Dear Humans, and Dream of You. And my least favorites were Gaze at Blue and
1: Fable. Shadow and Witches are really the only ones that I would go back to. And to be honest, the only one I actually saved was Witches. I honestly don't think I'm really going to revisit this project, hardly at all, if ever.
2: My favorite tracks are Anima, Go Through the Night, Shadow, Dreamlike, Wings, and Dream of You.
0: Well, well, this was an interesting discussion. Um, It did not unfold the way I expected, but hey, regardless, we need that kind of stimulation. Sometimes we need somebody to play the devil's advocate, and I think Garrett was definitely that. The
1: bad guy. I, I mean, hey, listen, you know, <laughs> if you want to put some money down on something you want to get in a bet with your friends, just bet that Garrett takes a big steaming dookie on whatever jazz jazz fusion-themed albums come on the show. Because so far, what you've brought to the table have really been kind of two strikes for me. Like, I have I, not really fully enjoyed one out of the two.
0: I, Unless there has
1: been more, have there been two besides this one of Blue These I are the know? only ones we talk okay. about
0: on the show. But there, are, no, there are some big guns that we've been holding back, me and yeah. James. you hey,
1: what? Bring them on, because I'm like once we get to like. I was getting hungry.
2: Well, one, once uh, I'm gonna bring up Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. If you shit on headhunters, I'm going to slap you in the face.
1: Me too. It seems like I wouldn't really. I don't really think of that as jazz, though. No, that enough. is that is it's a, a jazz, jazz fusion
0: classic. Yes. Um, later, Miles Davis, like especially like late '60s, '70s Miles Davis legendary i mean bitches brew in a silent way amazing albums but yeah i mean even like modern examples like snarky puppy with we like it here there is a lot of really really good jazz fusion it hasn't come up on the show yet because you know we like to kind of spread out what we talk about kind of give you guys a variety of different things because there's a lot of different music out there and there's only so much we can cover but Don't worry, we'll get to some real classics. Stay tuned. But anyway, I think that about covers it. Any final thoughts, guys? All good. Alrighty, well, this is Off Key Podcast, and we're out of here. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: That got,
0: man, that got heated. That was good. good. That was, I actually really liked that.
1: That I did good. not like this album at all. No, at all. I'm, I didn't, I'm not like, I didn't like Garrett, it. I'm not like mad at you or anything. But
0: <laughs> I disagree. I think, I think you're capping. This is, this is my- That's going to be a nightmare. here and I just wanted to give a shout out to LeCrembo for the intro and outro music. Also check out our link tree for where to follow us. We are on Instagram and Facebook and a variety of streaming platforms. And if you could give us a sub or a listen or even a follow, it'd be greatly appreciated. Thanks guys. See you later.